brethren. I'd like us to consider tonight in our short time of devotion before we come together in prayer, really the expression that's found in verse 29, the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 29. Very often people, they gravitate to verse 28. It's a lovely verse, it's appropriate tonight. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. We have this promise, every believer, everything that happens in the world, God's sovereign will and ways are perfect. There is no accident. There is no mistake. The timing of everything that happens in life is God's will. And for God's people, those that love him, those who've been called, called by God, called out of this world, called according to his purpose, everything is for a purpose. Well, what is this purpose? Let's go on to verse 29. Every child of God, you're called, you're redeemed, saved from your sin, saved from this empty, passing world. But why? Why are we saved? Why are we called and then redeemed? Because, verse 29, every child of God is to be molded into Christ. If that's the title tonight, it's a good one. Molded into Christ. If you're a believer listening to this tonight, God's purpose for your life is to conform. That word means to shape. You see, this world, as it says in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, is putting us into a mold. It's taking our lives and it's shaping us into the mold of the world. A mold that's selfish. A mold that thinks of earthly things. A mold that thinks of me and what I want. When a child of God is saved, we're now being put into another mold. It's not like a coin. Part of this verse is the coin has an image. We're going to be made into that image. The image of our king. We have a new king tonight. But we want to be made into the image of our king. King Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ. On a coin, we currently have the queen's image. Soon, if there are still coins, it will be the king's image. But that process happens quickly. Stamped into a piece of metal. The picture here in verse 29 is for every child of God to be more like a river. Sometimes the river flows fast and it erodes underneath. Sometimes it flows gently, but it's shaping the contours and the mold that is being formed. Well, I want to think, what does that mean? For us tonight, every teaching of the word of God is about holiness. Did you know that? God, his person, that's about holiness. All his attributes are glorious, holy. 
Every child of God, every part of salvation is about making you and me holy, more like Christ. And it doesn't happen the moment we're converted, the moment we become a Christian, we haven't arrived. We've just started the journey. I want to think briefly of seven ways in which that image of Christ is to be shaped within us so that we are to be conformed to the image of his Son. Do you want that? Do you want your life? Do I want my life to be like Christ? That's a sign that you are a child of God. I don't want to be me anymore. I want to be Christ-like. Like Christ in so many aspects. There's so much we could say about this. But the first we think of is he suffered. They all begin with S. Christ suffered. And so we must suffer. He says it down in verse 18. Paul says, I reckon I account that the sufferings, the losses, the pains, the problems of this present time, they're not worthy to be compared. Christ suffered. And we will suffer. That is the Christian life. And we need to learn how to suffer. Christ showed us how. The man of sorrows, who was acquainted with grief. And we will be a suffering people. If you stand for Christ, you will suffer. You will be persecuted. You'll be laughed at, scorned, mocked. So was he. We're to be a people who suffer. The more we know how to suffer, and the more when we're called that we do suffer, we will be more like Christ. Secondly, what did the Lord Jesus Christ do in his life? He submitted. And you know, that's what we struggle with, isn't it? To submit. Submit to any authority. Christ submitted to the Father's will. And that's what we must do. We must be conformed to the image of the Son because he was under the authority of his parents. He was under the authority of the Romans. He paid his tax and he taught others to. And he was under the authority of his father. He didn't want to go to Calvary in a sense, in his human nature. Nevertheless, what the father willed would be what he did. And that's a lesson for us. We suffer and we're to submit. Thirdly, what did Christ do? He sacrificed. Sacrificed his whole life. He sacrificed his reputation. He sacrificed friendships. He sacrificed his life's blood. He gave himself for you and me if we've repented of our sin. The ultimate sacrifice was Christ, we may not have to do that. We probably won't have to give our life in the cause of Christ. Some will, but Christ did. But what it means to us is that in our lives, we're to be sacrificial in the church, 
sacrifice our time, our efforts, our talents, our money in the family. The children sometimes come first. My wife should always come first. Your husband should come before you. We're to be sacrificial because Christ was. And the more sacrificial we are, the more Christ-like we become. He suffered, he submitted, he sacrificed. Of course, he served. He served. That's something that people don't want to do. They don't mind getting a job today because that pays. But serve? Unpaid? Serve? Oh, why would I do that? But Christ served. He served most notably when he washed the disciples' feet. He served others. Serve the poor. Shouldn't we serve? In any way that the Lord lays upon our heart, that means dedication, it means commitment, it means consecration. And in so doing, we become more conformed to Christ, more like him. That's what we want. We don't want to be what we once were. We want that process of change to go on and on. He was spiritually minded. He didn't think of time. Changes, change and decay in all around I see. But we think of spiritual things. He was always about his father's business. He was about the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of earth. He was more focused on eternity than on time. This world is so uncertain. Don't put your roots down. Sixthly, he was strong. We need to be strong as believers. You know, we say it often. Meekness is not weakness. Christ was meek, gentle, and lowly. But he was strong. He endured all the way through to the cross. He knew what would happen. He knew he would suffer. He knew he would die and take the punishment for my sin and your sin if we've trusted in him, but he endured, he was resilient, and he was meek. Meek means to be strong, to lay myself down willingly. And finally, just think of his speech. Sometimes he was silent before his shearers, he didn't speak. We speak too much today. Too many opinions. I think this, I think that. Christ didn't say what he thought always. He didn't pick out on the injustices that were many. But it said in Luke 4.22, I hope to consider this Sunday night, the people heard him. And they heard his gracious words. They bore witness at his gracious words, his speech. What about your speech? What about my speech? Are we being conformed into Christ's image in the fact that gracious words can't help coming from our lips? Or is it the opposite? We chop people down. We cut them to pieces. 
we find something that destructs instead of being constructive, knowing when to be silent, knowing how to speak gracious words. Oh, what a challenge this is. Would you, would I, be conformed to the image of his Son? That's why we have all these challenges in life. All things, changes, changes of monarch, suffering, pain, trials, struggles, testing, persecution, challenges, because God is using them to shape my life as a believer into the mold which is Christ Jesus. He suffered, he submitted, he sacrificed, he served, he was spiritually minded, he was strong, and his speech was matchless. Oh, astonishing how Christ's characteristics shine out. May they shine out evermore in this church and in our lives, in our conduct and in our character. Don't ever say, that's just me. That's what I'm like. No, I don't want to be what I'm like. I want to be like Christ more and more and more.